Welcome to Truth, Lies, Shenanigans, a live streaming podcast where your favorite hosts bring us the most interesting topics of the week to discuss and ask the question, is this truth, lies, or shenanigans? And of course, we always try to have fun with some shenanigans of our own along the way with amazing guests, games, and spirited conversations. My name is Neo Nix. And for today's show, we're discussing that trucker that received a 110-year prison sentence for an accident. And in quick fire, we're talking about Kim's new neighbor, Kanye, also a 16-year-old who was confused for an intruder and killed by her father. And Cardi B is defending her butt. And in Shenanigans, the game show, it's everyone's favorite Seven second challenge. And before I introduce you to our amazing hosts, we've got to ring in the new year right and wish you all a happy, joyous, and productive 2022. Our first show of the new year. <laughs> now, nice. to introduce our hosts, tell us your resolutions or plans for the new year. All right, first up, the professor. Journalist, editor, and sports intern mentor at ESPN out of Washington, D.C., Miss Lizzie Enders. What's up? What's up, everyone? Happy Sunday, Monday. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I hope you guys had an amazing holiday season. Last time we saw you, it was right before Xmas, right before Christmas, right before Santa. Ho, ho, ho. The Grinch, all that good stuff. (laughs) Over the weekend, we ex- we celebrated and into 2022. So I hope you guys had a great transition. Um, as far as my resolutions and things that I want to do and yeah, work on in 2022, um, first and foremost, I haven't traveled since pre-pandemic, so almost two years now. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to not only traveling off my block because I don't leave my street. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I haven't seen my friends who don't live in D.C. Um, since March of 2019. I haven't seen my international friends. I haven't seen, you know, my family in New York, Colorado, California, mm-hmm. Portland. Yep. My goddaughter in Finland, she graduates high school in June. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that not only will, you know, the world free up a little bit so I, I can travel, but also that I free my mind and that I'm more comfortable with the idea of traveling. And the yeah. last thing I think I want to work on in 2022 is writing more. Mm-hmm. Um, I edit a lot, Ooh. edit every day, um, all day, every day for both work and, you know, sometimes for this show. But I haven't been writing a lot. And I have, you guys have no idea how many stories I have in my head. I've so been working when you on say novels. writing, we're talking about Ooh. books? We're talking about books, right? Yes, yes, oh. yes, yes, fiction writing. With love. Um, yeah. Nice. So I've always I've been working on books since, what? 13, 14 is when I attempted to write my first my, my first novel. Um, yeah. and then never finished. Wow. So okay. hopefully, you know, I can find some time to get that first one out. They say the first one is always the hardest. So yeah. hopefully I can find some time to get that first one out. Oh, I can't wait to read it. So uh, just, just out of curiosity, can, can you give us a, a brief synopsis of one of your books? Like some, some hey. thoughts you had? No. Let's just say it's 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 not it won't be a rom com, no okay, romantic good. comedy. Okay. It won't be anything that's that. cozy and comfy, you know, because that's not how life okay. is for most of us. So um, a lot of 
a little kind of autobiographical, but definitely fiction. I don't want anyone to feel like I'm calling them out. Um, <laughs> but also, I think a lot of um, stories about the Black experience. I like the Black it. experience. Nice. Okay. I like it. I love that. All right. I like that. You got some good plans Thanks for 2022. For yeah. yeah. All right. And we've got our gamer, tech guru, bona fide rock star with a rock band falling machine coming to you from Sudbury, Ontario. Mr. Rob B. Rob. Happy New Year, Rob. New Year. Oh, happy New Year. What's up? What's up, my friends? It's so good to see you. It's a nice little break, yeah. but it's wonderful to see familiar faces. Um, had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Got to see the little ones over the holidays. And uh, I mean, that's the magic of the season is to see those kids just light up at Christmas. But um, yeah, New Year's Eve was nice. Had a little few, we had a few pops and a little bit of wine by our beautiful fire pit enclosure. The weather was just right for it. Um, I did manage to hook up with Dustin over the holidays. And oh, Dustin Moore. Studio. Yeah, so got in the studio and we just, we rocked out for several hours and it was so good to be making music with someone. So I guess if there's anything for 2022 would be to get in the studio more often. Um, and Dustin has just learned Ooh. so much since, as a producer since he's produced our songs. And what he's learned is going to be able to bring us up to that next level of polish. So, so did you re- really... Did you record anything? Record anything? That you- oh! <laughs> Neil's like, we gotta hear it. Uh, no, you you should have just put a, like, got- a phone camera in the, in the corner <laughs> of the room or something. So we- <laughs> I have been playing around with a with a fun new riff that uh, he was excited about, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can develop that into something. But it was just Yay. so wonderful to be in the studio again and just make noise with someone else. It was awesome. All right. So, so you're saying we should expect in 2022 a, a new Fallen Machine album? Album? Uh, ex- expect a trilogy, an anthology of albums. Come on. <laughs> All right. You never know. Let's hope. We're just hoping. All right. And we have our college student, actress, and model, and the host of our newest podcast, Beyond the Scars, streaming from Atlanta, Georgia, Miss Gianni Storm. Happy New Year, Gianni. Happy New Year, Gianni. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Happy Sunday, fun day. First, I have to say, Lizzie, your necklace is gorgeous. I couldn't. I was thinking. I was going to say the same thing. I love that necklace. It's so. Can I just give you a quick, a quick note about this necklace? So it's uh, it's snowflakes, earrings as well. Rumor has it it's supposed to snow in Washington D.C. Ha ha ha! This week. So I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to channel the snow gods so we could be like Rocky up there in Canada. Dude, if you want some of the minus 20, 30 that we had this morning, I'd you're welcome it. to it. It's, it's I'd love to see some snow. Yes, right yep, now. It's, it's 62. It's, yep. it's, it's warm. 60 it's degrees so warm. this week. It's ridiculous. Very it's ridiculous. It was, Christmas was like almost was 70, hard. Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <laughs> but this, I'm actually, I've actually started on my um, goals for New Year ahead of time. I started, I wanted to grow food. I started growing food in, a, in the, this arrow garden in my apartment. Oh, I wanted oh, what kind of food? What are you growing? Um, yeah. I'm growing like simple things like tomatoes, cilantro, chives, um, and some cilantro. lavender. Yes. Amazing. Cilantro. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then also just like a new like health routine for myself and Sasha. I actually made Sasha's dog food, dry dog food. And she loves it, by the way. But it's just like, oh, I really want to yeah, just incorporate. I work really hard. So I just want to incorporate like 
being healthy because I don't want to just crash and then everything I work for be and just expanding of course my little cleaning and laundry business here in Atlanta and hopefully hopefully some new acting in some new films acting and doing some more acting I was going to ask you yeah okay. I was like what, what so how you had a project who is that Valentine what was her name uh Lola Valentine what was her name so what's going on with Hazel yes. Valentine? So they had to delay the project for some for some reason. But I actually received an email that. recently that they're picking up um, another episode. I don't know how many episodes they're deciding before they release, but I've already done two. So okay. I will keep you guys updated on when All that. Right. We, we got to see. I want to see it too. We got to see some Hazel Valentine. <laughs> 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 right, before I get into. No, I was just going to say, Gianni, um, I, you know, I drink healthy. I'm always drinking healthy yeah. drinks. I drink, I drink, you know, liquidized potatoes with my vodka. So <laughs> I'm always drinking healthy. Vodka is healthy. It's good for the soul. It's, it's good for the it's soul. what you drink. It really does. And just me drinking more water. All right. Uh, I before I get into water. my plans for the new year. We've got a few comments online. Uh, it looks like George Fournier says, thanks for the chili delivery over the holidays, Rob. is very tasty. Uh, uh, Mel Blaine says, I need warm weather for my business for the winter, I guess. Uh, Jose says, I'm done with snow already. Um, and Jack and Rob says, it's way too warm in D.C. We have our windows cracked, especially the one in the kitchen. AC so- is on currently, Mr. Dear. My AC is on right now. Yeah, so, so my plans for the new year is to, you know, really push truth, lies, shenanigans, get that going. Yes. Um, you know, we, we've had a great group of people working with us and, and the, the fans online sticking around with us. So we're really going to push that. But over the holidays, I got to see my brother for the first time in like years now. So, um, yeah, I had, hadn't seen him in years, I, cause partially because of COVID. But, you know, just, you know, you got to get busy and you don't get to see each other so i my thing is i'm going to make an effort similar to what liz was saying to see more of my family and friends uh catch up with my dad and a few other people so i'm, I'm going to make that same uh, that's going to be my plan for uh, 2022 now that i think that uh you know i think it's a little safer we know how to be safe now you know we know how to do the right yeah. thing as long as we're doing those things because actually this <laughs> it's funny so uh for our for our christmas dinner what we decided to do, we said, okay, everybody has to get tested before they get together, before we get together, because we had to protect the kids mm-hmm. and my, uh, my mother-in-law. So everybody had to get tested. Well, because there were so many people getting tested, it was a delay in receiving the results. So about three of the kids did not receive the results before we started. So we're like, okay, well, let's just stay safe. We'll keep our masks on and we'll do that, right? Um, you know, of course, when we're eating, we have to take them off, but we'll just be safe. Because usually we, when we got together, we would just take the masks off and we'd be good all the time. Um, right. So we found out one of the kids came up positive, oh, right? No. And so we were like, oh, my God, we got to all go get tested, go get tested. So we went and all got tested and we all came up negative. So, okay. you know, it was, you know, the great thing is we know what to do to keep ourselves safe. As long as we're doing those things, I think we're good. I think we're good. So I think the problem with that is, is that like, you know, we know what to do. It seems like everyone else isn't doing what they need to do. Um, And that makes me sad because I've had over, over the past, I would say week and a half, several friends, not just here in DC, but in different cities. 
who have tested positive, who are quarantining, had to quarantine during the holidays. And that's hard. That's really hard. Um, so again, yeah. I just want everyone to be healthy this year. Healthy. Do what you need yes. to do to be healthy this year. And that reminds me, I had an issue with my blood pressure this weekend, right? Um, well, the last week. And so I went into patient first, urgent care. I was like, look, I got to check this out, see what's going on. Urgent care said, I'm sorry, we can't take any more patients because we are overwhelmed by the number of people. I was like, wow. And it was urgent care around the, around the city were just shut down because I went to, uh, you know, I looked up a couple more. Same thing. Um, so, I mean, it's crazy out here. So what ended uh, up happening? Did you get seen at all? I ended up going to the emergency room because I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to verify I was fine. Um, but I just wasn't, I wasn't sure. So I, I, I'm one of those people. I take an abundance of caution. I don't, I don't play around when it comes to certain things. If I don't feel right, I need to get it checked out. So, yeah, yeah. Me too. yeah. I'm like smart. All right. Now, Gianni, you are launching a new podcast along with Olivia. You were doing Unscripted, but now you're going to be doing Beyond the Scars. Tell everyone what Beyond the Scars is about and when people can hear your first episode. So we will be launching our first episode next Wednesday. That is January 12th. Beyond the Scars is a podcast where we're sharing real people. And these people are telling their real stories of perseverance and triumph things that they've really been through and they feel that they can be gone and share their stories with others that can benefit from them. Now I'll um, say I, I've got a preview of a few of the episodes and it's some really powerful stuff. I mean, you guys really did a great job on this. So I'm, I'm looking awesome. forward to getting it out there for, for everyone. It's um, great, great work. I was impressed Thank with your work. You. So I want to let you know. We have a different stories. Um, very, all of them very interesting and, and heartwarming stories, but we can't wait for you guys it january 12th beyond the stars all right nice. all right it's time for quick fire all right our hosts have some topics to share but we only have three minutes to discuss and one minute to hear comments from the audience so type those comments fast now any topics where our host won't shut up We've got the dreaded mute button, <laughs> and they can say their comments for the after show. All right. Can't nobody mute me. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> Why All right. Not Lizzie? Well, Lizzie, you are up first. <laughs> so this is kind of a somber, quick fire topic. You know, it happened right before the new year, right after, hol- right after the holidays. A 16-year-old girl in Ohio was shot and killed accidentally, so as far as we know right now, but was shot and killed accidentally by her father, who thought that there was an intruder in the house. Apparently, it was around 4, 4.30 in the morning. Um, he heard some noises in the house. The alarms went off in the house, and he grabbed his gun. And when he saw, you know, whom he thought was the intruder in his house, um, he shot first and sought to ask questions later. And unfortunately, the person that he shot was his daughter. So my question to you all is, and believe it or not, unfortunately, this happens more than it's reported in the news. Do you think the father should be charged? Let's start with Gianni. I don't think the father should be charged. When I was reading it, I was like, this is like a typical case where the teen sneaks out, right? If that is the case, if that's what it was, where the teen sneaks out, but it turned wrong. I immediately thought, okay, gun issue. We're having too many guns in the house. And and granted, for protection, people could still use that argument. But too many cases like this, 
like Liz said, it's not even, not a lot of those cases are even in the news. Um, yeah. That's mm-hmm. my thought. Rabbi? It's, um, it's, it's a tragedy. And, but unfortunately, this is a cultural issue that we've touched on, and it's so different to U.S. and Canada. Um, shooting first and asking questions later is a great way to accidentally kill your kid. I mean, he, she was accidentally identified. That's, that's what the accident was. She was accidentally identified or misidentified. The shooting was the intended action, and unfortunately, it had very tragic consequences for this family. People need to start facing consequences. Uh, it, it, it's not who he wanted or who he expected to gun down, but yeah. it's what happened. I think I personally think that uh, he should be charged because I find it, if you have children in the house, you don't shoot first and ask questions later. You just don't because you don't know if your child got up, did something. I mean, if you have children in the house, I think at least... Uh, involuntary manslaughter or some charge along yeah. those lines. But they said that during the during the police uh, call, somebody was in the back saying, what was she doing in the garage? Like, what are you doing in the garage? It doesn't That's even matter. Specific. It doesn't but, even but matter. See, but see, right, that's Lizzie. where I disagree because my alarm, if, if a child is in the house, more depending on what type of alarm system you got, but most alarms don't go off just because someone is moving around in the house. Something has to be triggered. A door has to be opened. A window has to be open. Something is tripped that sets that alarm off. It was 4.30 in the morning. You're trying to protect your family. You're trying to protect your family. I nearly stabbed stabbed my roommate, my old roommate's friend to death. Because I sleep, I keep telling y'all, I sleep with a butcher knife underneath my pillow. And this young lady at like 2, 3 in the morning, drunk in my house, came into the wrong room. And as right. soon as my door opened, I'm like this. And it, it thank goodness <laughs> I was able to recognize because I had met her earlier in the evening. If I had not met her earlier that evening, she would have got got. Let All me right. tell you. My safety is first. Let me get first. to these comments. Let me get to these comments. All right. So um, Sherry Blaine Priest says this issue is very different in Canada. Uh, very tragic. Uh, whether he's, uh, this is Jacqueline Robinson, whether he is charged or not, he's already imprisoned in his mind. He will never recover from this. Yes. His marriage probably won't survive this. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And then um, I could, uh, who is a Sherry Blaine Priest agreed. I was saying Robbie Rock. I couldn't imagine living like that. Guns everywhere. That's from Joseph. And I think we could talk about this more in the after show Definitely. because I, yeah. there's another case that I want to bring up for you all. So yeah. tune into the after show, a similar yeah. case from several years ago. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about this in the after show. All right. Yeah. Let's go to quick fire. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm about to miss it. <laughs> Gotta make sure I do it. Truth, lies, shenanigans. All right. Is this truth, lies, or shenanigans? It's a little truth. I mean, I don't know if this is, I don't know if we have a, a category for this. Um, I think shenanigans. I think shenanigans. I think it's shenanigans. Yeah. I think with every, every, every week we come up with a new category that we have know, to right? add, yeah. you know? <laughs> we might elongate our name. A subcategory for the shenanigans. All right. I'm up. All right, so I know you're tired of hearing about Kim and Kanye over the last year, but there's more craziness. <laughs> so over the last year or so, we've seen Kanye say he wants out. Kim try hard to make it work. Kim file for separation. Kanye start dating other people, then start asking for Kim back. Kim dating Pete Davidson with more Kanye drama about that. And now 
Kanye decides to buy a house basically across the street from Kim, paying almost half a million dollar over asking price, in part to win her back. Um, but uh, the reports are he did it to be more available to his kids. So my question is, is this going too far? And do you think they'll eventually get back together anyway? Robbie? <laughs> Boundaries, dude. Boundaries. Yes. Holy shit. I mean, if the long game is to get your ex back, buying the house across the street so that she has to deal with you in some way every day is not the way to win her back. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm sorry, Kanye. I'm sorry. But yeah, like this is just I think, more of Kanye being Kanye. Are they going to get back together? You think they'll get back together? Oh, God, no. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but crazy. Oh God, no. crazy. So, all right, Johnny, what do you think? I mean, I feel like it's it's not weird if Kim doesn't think it's weird, right? Because Kanye is one, her ex husband. Okay. Two, her baby's father. Her children. Sorry, that's he's okay. still her husband. Divorce is not final yet. No, divorce is he's not still final. her husband. Yep. Okay. Still, divorce still is not final yet. They're just separated, and so it's like it's not weird if she doesn't think it's weird. I I think they strike me as the type of people that would like have like a compound or like acres of land and still have like exes live on the land. Like they're just like a very, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, yeah, it's, especially looking like you mean, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> like a stable, <laughs> like a stable, like a stable of men. <laughs> All right, Lizzie, what do you think? This is a non story. All of the outlets that have reported on this story are using clickbait across the street for them is not across the street for us. For us, yeah, that's true. Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Kim Kardashian lives on a five-and-a-half-acre compound. The house is 15,500 square feet. It's gated. There's a long drive to get to the house. Tons of security. You can't see the house from the street. You can't see the house from Kanye's house. Different level. So there, there, there is no, oh, he's going to be peeking in the windows. He's going to be guarding, you know, or looking at what she's doing. You can't do that with where she lives. But it's a little bit it's beyond the same neighborhood, though, right? But still, it would be the, it would be the same equivalent if he was living across town. He would still have to drive. Is up. it though? <laughs> is it, it is. Far? He doesn't. He doesn't have automatic access to get onto her property. And True. for those of you who don't know, like Gianni said. Kim hasn't said anything about this. So yeah, as far as we know, she was on board with this. But growing up, I had All friends right. who said... Sorry, Liz. <laughs> All right, we got to get to these comments. <laughs> All right, so Kevin Thaxon is called... They live in the same building. They live downstairs <laughs> in the same <laughs> building. Kevin Thaxon suggests... Kevin Thaxon suggests we say... We come up with Trunigans. <laughs> Trunigans. All right. <laughs> Jackie Rom says the underlying question is who cares? Seriously. Uh, Jose, <laughs> it's been said he wants Kim back, like publicly saying he wants her back and will do anything. Uh, Kevin Thaxon's children live across the street. Um, and Fred says, Fred Hargrove says, what if you get a drone? Or what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Now that's the creepy part. <laughs> to, to see the house. <laughs> because, you know, if, if you've got Kanye level money, you can buy it. He could get a drone without, he could get a drone at any time. You don't have to live across the street to get a drone. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I mean, you guys really I'm glad, aren't I'm glad thinking you're me. logically. <laughs> this happens more often than not. I have friends. I know it does. Especially. Who live around the corner. Especially in Hollywood. Complex. Like, Kim was just at 
his show a month ago. Yep. With a wedding dress. With a wedding dress. Like, come on. (laughs) Which was really odd, by the way. All right. This is all (laughs) clickbait for y'all. Nice shenanigans. All right, we all know what this one is. That's shenanigans. It's all bullshit. This is bullshit. That's stupid. Shenanigans. (laughs) (laughs) So Liz got all bullshit. Johnny got shenanigans and bullshit. Okay. Anything for the headlines. (laughs) They really will. That's a good point. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is all about headlines. This is all about headlines for them. All right, Gianni. What's up with Cardi B? Okay, (laughs) our girl Cardi. This might be my favorite topic of the day. (laughs) I found my soul after my ash shot. A quote by American rapper Cardi B. Cardi B had quite the day with Twitter users going back and forth on the topic of a Brazilian butt lift, a.k.a. a BBL. Um, The rapper had replied to a tweet by a Twitter user who had posed the question, teeth before BBL, which refers to whether it's better to get veneers as a cosmetic investment for a Brazilian butt lift. Cardi B's reply that men will pay attention to a woman with a great body before they will with a great smile. Adding that this is an investment for your teeth and this has triggered the debate. So my question to the panel, what do you think? A nice body or a nice smile? Also, could cosmetic surgery be a game changer for success? Mm-hmm. Let's start with uh, Liz on this one. Ask me if I care about input from a man about <laughs> what my body should look like. <laughs> Ask me that. <laughs> not getting any surgery to impress a man are you killing me let me tell you something i have never in my life had an ass never black do i care no i mean i've always been endowed up front but in the back no and it's never caused me any trouble with this is getting a BBL. A fucking man but this also too example. like you know there's a lot that goes into not having your teeth properly taken care of it's actually a that's health true hazard. Mm-hmm. It's actually a health hazard. That's true. But you know, you're talking. You know, I have no love for Cardi B. I've said that before a thousand times in this I show. I take care of my. This is a young lady who, you know, her entire body at this point is fake, and yep. her teeth are fake. Mm-hmm. All right, so, I, Robbie, I'm gonna jump in before you. I, I'm personally a, a plastic surgery hater. I prefer all natural flaws and all. It's what makes us unique. Too often people try to look like someone else, trying so hard. Mm-hmm. To look. You just got to love yourself. You know, be you're good enough. You're good enough. Um, especially with these implants. I mean, and the risks associated with that. I, I got some graphic pictures here, but I got to show them. Some people's butts have literally exploded from this. <laughs> literally exploded. Like, not even kidding. So, um, yeah. Mm. The health... Mm. The health hazards. Be happy one. with Go yourself, back. people. Robbie, what do you think? Go back to that last picture. Go back oh. to that last Ew. picture. So obviously the one on the right for our listening audience, the one on the right is a picture of a woman and what her butt looks like post-surgery. And it's like a disaster surgery. Her butt is basically mutilated. But the one on the left, that looks like That's we were just nice. talking about the Kardashians. That looks like a Kardashian ass. Because at mm. least two Kardashians <laughs> have mm-hmm. had BBLs and it looks like trash. It's lumpy. It's shaped real funny. It's it's awful. It's awful. It's All right, Robbie, we got to give you some time. Robbie and Gianni, we'll let you get in there. Go ahead. All right. So question, body or smile? All right. A nice body can be appreciated. Looks fade. Confidence and smile. That's where I'm going every time. Um, Cardi B's body insecurities are her own. And she shouldn't be insinuating that, like Liz said, that women should be getting surgeries because of men because of what they're attracted to. And I mean, 
this quote, I found my soul after my ass shot. <laughs> what the I'm, culture, I'm so <laughs> sorry that your mommy's culture. values are so <laughs> fucked up. I'm so <laughs> sorry, culture. Talking to culture. <laughs> so sorry. Talking to the child. Talking to her I child. Think she pronounces it culture. I think she pronounces it culture. <laughs> what uh, do you think, whatever. Gianni? What are your thoughts, Gianni? Um, so the question was a nice smile or a nice body. I think a nice smile will get you everywhere. Um, but also in Cardi B's defense, men and she said, look at the words. If knickers, okay, I didn't say the words, but I said the word. So I'm sorry. I, I saw a comment online. I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. Continue. The specific group of men that prefer like she said, a girl who has a curvy body over somebody with a nice smile, they'll take anybody with a gap. They don't care what their face looks like. So it's an investment for this archetype and this group of men she's going for. Um, the ones that throw money at the strip club that she works at, the ones, which is not, this is, this is not like downplaying what she does, but this is a real business for her and those women who are influencers and who do get money off of their bodies. Yeah. No offense, but that's, but there are a lot of right. but there are a lot of these right. young ladies in the public too who aren't working in the entertainment industry who yeah. aren't right. strippers. We're gonna pick this up in the after show, guys. Less than yeah. because they don't because have that. you know. Right. Let's pick this up in the after know, they're show. Not baby got Comments online. Yeah. Paulette Bertrand says, "Ouch." Uh, Jose says, be happy with yourself. Plastic surgery will not help to find yourself. So much risk. <laughs> Kevin Thaxon says, Tifas are important. They <laughs> and, are. And, and, and what made me laugh was uh, he also said, squats and donuts at the same time can have good results. <laughs> You know, we're knocking plastic surgery. Well, maybe Neo is. I'm not knocking anyone's <laughs> desire to get plastic surgery. I just Me don't either. think that, that oh, yeah. should be a priority. My ass should not be a priority over my teeth, which again could ha- cause health issues if I don't get them treated and fixed and taken care of. You know, I'm not knocking plastic surgery if you're trying to bring yourself back to a where you were. But if you're getting plastic surgery to try to look like someone mm-hmm. else. I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. No man is worth me changing my body or face. Mel says, Mel Blaine says, I used, I used to want to have plastic, be a plastic surgeon because of these women. Money. Uh, Dario Winter says, yeah. what about aging? Mel Smart. Oh, and so uh, Jacqueline Robson also says, when people spend money to get implants and other fake body parts, they basically created a monster. The Kardashians are notoriously yeah. into this mess. So is this truth, lies, truth, or lies, shenanigans? Oh, God, it's all bullshit. There you go. Yeah. Lizzie, you said it's all bullshit. What are, you, what are you saying, Gianni? I say it's truth because Cardi B made a point in my Okay, book. fair enough. So, Robbie, you got Listen, Cardi B's BBL still didn't keep her man from cheating. Cardi B's BBL did not keep her man from cheating. So, good point. That's that's a good point. Can't argue with that. All right. Those are all the quick fire we have today. All right. Good job, guys. All right. Today's sponsor for Quick Fire was Just Super Tonics. Immune support, digestive health, energy, hydration, detoxification, and more. Amazing health benefits await you and your family. Shop JessSuperTonics.com today. All right. Let's get into our main discussion topic today. Truth, lies, shenanigans. Yeah. Robbie, you want to talk about the trucker who was sentenced to 110 years in prison for an accident. Tell us more. 
All right, so a little bit of history. This was an incident that happened in 2019. Uh, Rogel Aguilera Medeiros was driving a transport truck. What's his name again? Time. What is it? Uh, Rogel Aguilera Medeiros. Okay. And uh, what happened was his truck plowed into a series of vehicles that had slowed on the roadway because of another wreck. And the resulting crash and fireball consumed the vehicles and melted parts of the highway and ended up taking the lives of four people. This got Rogel 110 years in prison. So this past week, Colorado Governor Jared Polis shortened the prison sentence of uh, Aguilera Medeiros to 10 years, drastically reducing the original term of 110 years. And this came after there was an online petition that over 5 million people signed seeking clemency for him. So at this point, I'm very curious to get some reactions from my co-hosts. And I'm just curious if this is something that the U.S. justice, justice system should be doing, just undergo a review of really long sentences to see if this was a fair sentence or if these are sentences that should be commuted. All right, let's start with Lizzie. I think the bigger question for me, Rob, here is, is this a case of unfair prosecution versus the actual sentence? Because the DA, the prosecution, the prosecutor had the discretion. He didn't have, he was charged with 23 counts. 23 counts. All of which had mandatory sentences, if you will. He didn't have to charge him that heavily. He knew what the consequences were that it could potentially be if he was convicted on all charges that he would get 110 years and the judge wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it should be noted that well, on the prosecution side, you know, he didn't start petitioning, kind of petitioning, if you will, um, that, okay, maybe the sentences should be lowered until there was an outcry by the public. He was all right. for it. Yeah. And even once the governor of Colorado came out and, you know, commuted it and said, okay, I'm going to X 100 years, he's going to get 10 years, he could possibly be out in six. He has since come back, the prosecution has since come back and said, well, we're very disappointed. We were petitioning if there was going to be a change, it should have been 20 to 30 years. So the prosecution knew what it was doing. Yeah, they knew. And they still wanted to go aggressive. Yeah, they they want it. So I think there needs to, if we're going to look into how this plays out in terms of how um, uh, convicted criminals are sentenced, we also need to, you know, look into what these prosecutors are doing with overcharging people. Mm -hmm. But my biggest issue with possibly getting rid of minimum sentencing um, is that we have cases like Brock Turner. Okay, or we have cases like Ethan Couch. Ethan Couch was the kid in the 16 year old in in Texas a few years ago whose um, defense claimed that he not guilty per affluenza, even though he was drunk at 16, crashed his car, killed four people, injured nine others, including his friends. He got 10 years probation. He got no jail time. Mm -hmm. Or you could think about Brock Turner out in California. He was the Stanford University student who got caught by two bystanders walking down the street, caught raping a, 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 a um, unconscious young lady in an alley. Mm-hmm. The judge in that case, because there was no you know, minimum sentencing standards, the judge in that case gave him six months and he got out in three. And so you have to think, also think about, you know, a lot of these judges are, even though they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, unbiased, they have a very political mind. 
political, you know, ideologies of what's going on. And even in this case, it has since come out, the governor in this case had to acknowledge that this young man, a member of his family, works in the governor's office. Oh, really? So you tell me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The governor acknowledged it, had to acknowledge it before it came out in the media. So he acknowledged it, although he says that had no bearing on his decision whatsoever. But you have to think. Hmm. All right. So let me ask this question. So, Gianni, as as Lizzie was pointing out, this sentence was not decided by the judge. It was decided by the jury based on mandatory minimums and concurrent sentences for certain convictions. So, again, the prosecution knowing this. So given that we've often discussed judges uh, giving discriminatory sentences to people of color, do you think it's better to have judges deciding sentences or for the sentences to be inherent for certain convictions, thereby reducing discriminatory sentences? What do you think, Gianni? That's a good question. By inherent, you mean that it's just based on the law. Like if you did this, if you're convicted, if you're convicted of uh, rape, then your minimum sentence is five years. If you're convicted of um, killing someone, your minimum sentence is 15 years. Life. Do you do you believe I that's? Like that can, I feel like is there a different alternative than that? Because that can even have its its issues um, without reviewing the case. I think it's personally to answer your question better than having a judge and, and their bias um, and their uh, discriminatory like sentencing. I, I agree. I think that that's a better alternative, but I feel like that and that alternative could, could have some drawbacks, could have some things wrong with it as well. Robbie, what do you think about the bias? Um, it's, it's interesting the way that you brought it up. And immediately what came to mind was you, you can accidentally kill someone. There can be a set of circumstances that will bring about someone, a loss of life. And it may have been outside of your control or there was no malicious intent. Um, you can't accidentally rape someone. So I think that we have to be very careful when we're comparing these things. So I think that in right. certain instances, sure, you know, if there are mitigating circumstances where you could have avoided or the situation was unavoidable once things got going, sure. But I'm sorry, rape isn't one of those things. It's, but within that, the, within the eyes of the law, but within the eyes of the law, certain things qualify as rape where even though they're consensual, where it really isn't rape. You could have, you know, an 18-year-old having sex with a 17-year-old, with a 16-year-old, and that's declared in certain states rape, statutory mm-hmm. rape, but rape nonetheless. It's not rape. Um, so it, it just depends on the wording and it depends on the law. Um, if you go to the comments, I like what, so Jacqueline Robinson um, works in the legal field. She's a um, paralegal for a prominent mm-hmm. divorce firm here in Washington, D.C. But she said judges should be able to have some discretion. Yep and sentencing despite mm-hmm. minimum mandatory sentences. And I think that would have worked well in this case, because you could tell the judge did not he did want not, he didn't, he didn't agree with it. to give that 110 years. The judge wanted no part of that, but, you know, his hands were tied. So I agree with her on that front in that there should be a way, some type of loophole, if you will, that would allow judges to step in and be like, okay, we're overcharging here. She also said this, this should be done done on a case-by-case basis. What happened here was clearly mm-hmm. overreached by the prosecutors. But George mm-hmm. Fournier says, I've never been a fan of mandatory minimums. A judge should always have the ultimate discretion so as to avoid such situations. Uh, fortunate for this young man that the governor mm-hmm. stepped in. But we've seen in the past judges having discretion, what that's led to, Particularly, I mean, it may be different in Canada. I don't know. Robbie, correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, but here in the United States, 
the discrimination issue is significant. The prejudice uh, towards people of color yeah. has been out. Or it's not just even crazy. just people of color. Or privilege. Yeah, people of privilege. Because you have a lot of judges. Yeah, we, we had that discussion before. It's about years. privilege. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of judges here over the last 10 years who've gotten in trouble because they are in bed with a lot of prison. So if they hand down to some juveniles, they, you know, guilty sentence, okay, where normally they would get some type of probation or something. No, because the judge is getting kicked back from this particular prison. If he sentences, you know, a, a convicted person to that particular prison, he gets like $10,000. So it's, it's yeah. really, it's really hard to weigh. Um, our justice system is a mess and this is proof positive. On both yeah. sides, because mm. initially I was pissed off at the prosecutor. I'm like, you did not have to charge the prosecutor's him the one to look at all yeah. of those charges. You could have done half. And if he got if he was found innocent on half of those, then you have the other half to come back. No double double jeopardy. Come back with the other half and try to retry the case. But I, I mean, I granted, he killed four people. But uh, there was another comment from Kevin Thaxton that says, why wasn't the company that owns the truck charged for their negligence? Because from my understanding, yes. from reading the article, it was the brakes that failed, right? It was so, mechanical right. failure. Right. Yeah. So but it wasn't... question. But it begs the question, one, did the company know that there was something wrong with the brakes? Um, and, and he like, was speeding what? as well. He was right. speeding. He was going over 80 miles per hour in a big tractor trailer. Right. Which, I don't know, I've, it's not unusual. I've seen trucks going that fast on the... <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I've seen it. And it's um, people... It's an accident. You know, I see it as an accident. 110 years is crazy for someone making, uh, uh, making a mistake, you know, because we, we've all been there where we've done something stupid and, it, and, and but, there are consequences yeah, for it. In most cases, we haven't seen the type of consequences he has. But at the same time, 110 years is just his entire life for making a mistake, um, you know, is, is too much. Should he have been? So what do we think the years he should have got? What You know, we reduce it to 10. He reduced it to 10 well, from 110. What do you think, Gianni? Well, so how 10, many? 10, 10, and he could get out in six. 10, oh, and, and, okay. he can get out 10 and get out in six. Yeah. Okay, didn't know that. All right. I feel I feel as if he should serve, well, I feel I feel like it would be right for him to serve a few years, three to five years. Three to five? Okay. I can't be a, I can't hmm. be a judge. I would let everybody free. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Right. I believe that, actually. <laughs> Puzzling. Yeah, I would be the I complete opposite. Every- I would be the <laughs> life. Life, life. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? No, I think. Go ahead, Rob. It, it's um. Sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. How, how, how many years do you think he should get? Um, I would say I'm not a judge. I'm not trained in these legal matters. <laughs> Ten years seems. But you're, you're the judge to today. If it, his life 20, depends on you, what do you think? Um. Yeah, I guess I would really need all of the evidence in front of me to properly weigh <laughs> what happened. But Rob's I, I think that. Ten years seems to be reasonable on the surface. Um, I know that they were looking at maybe twenty to thirty, um, but I think that ten years. It yeah, I, I would really need to know all the details of the case before I could really lay that down. But it doesn't seem like this was intentional. And I mean, when we look at at a hundred ten year sentence, it's pretty disproportionate when you compare it against inmates who have committed intentional premeditated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, vehicular Learner. homicide, even right like DUIs so, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think yeah. ten years is reasonable with the. I consider to DUIs and good behavior. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. And your Me your too. thoughts, Liz? How many years? I would say fifteen. 
I would say. I was thinking 10, 10 to 15. 15. Yeah. 10 to Why? 15. Um, because because he, people need to understand. It was negligent. Yeah, there's a huge responsibility when you are driving a vehicle. And he was speeding. You can't be speeding down a highway over 80 miles an hour in a tractor trip. Like, you can't stop. And he failed to do proper maintenance. Exactly. You, you, it, so there has to be some accountability for that. Mm-hmm. But to no. Kevin Faxton's question, whereas I don't think the actual um, trucking company oh, okay, yes, can, yes. Be held liable, can be held liable for this criminally, the family should go after them in a civil court, Civilly. like civil suit. Mm-hmm. This oh, screams yeah. lawsuit. This screams lawsuit. Because again, four yeah. lives. It was it was what a twenty eight cow par- of twenty eight car pileup. Four people died. Not other people injured. Um, yeah, this there has to be some accountability. Yes, accountability. I, I'm in agreement yeah. with Liz on the ten to fifteen years. I just think, and it's about justice as well. I mean, four people died. I mean, and you can't yeah. just gloss that over and be like, uh, you know, he made a mistake and it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's okay. No, four people died. And, you know, if, if my favor, my family members, I want some sense of justice along with, you know, I'd understand, but there's got to be some punishment for, for, for making those mistakes. You know, I have um, a question for, cause I, I don't have yeah. a license. All, I, I presume that all of you, I assume all of you have licenses, right? Do. How do you mm-hmm. feel on the highway when you are, um, Driving next to a tractor trailer, a huge rig. <laughs> Nervous. Know. I'm not fine. Nervous. I usually, but I do usually get get past them quickly. Yes, mm-hmm. me too. I'm not sitting next to them. It's I respect the laws of I respect the laws of physics tremendously. I recognize that this is just hundreds of tons of steel traveling in, in excess of 55 miles per hour. So um, I've had. I remember when I was visiting Joe, when I would commute to go see her, it was a five, six hour drive. Uh, and I was talking to her on my hands free and two lanes over a cement truck tire blew out while it was driving on the highway. And just the concussive effect from that, like it rocked my car from two lanes over. And I was like, what the hell was that? So these big trucks, I have a tremendous amount of respect for being a northerner. If I'm behind them on a highway during a snowstorm, I'm so happy because I know that they're moving the snow and they're going to keep moving. (laughs) All right. So we do have a few comments. So mandatory minimums. This is Mike Winter. Mandatory minimums have been used in discriminatory manner in this country. Prosecutors also need to stop always seeking maximum penalties. Sometimes they're just being assholes. Adaria uh-huh. Winner says mandatory minimums took it out of the hands of the judges originally. Look at the history. The people called for the mandatory minimum sentences initially. Um, Sharice Sepia Blackman says, good afternoon, y'all. Happy and blessed Hi. New Year. Happy New Year. And then Jacqueline Robinson's, the so-called war on drugs brought the issue of outrageous mandatory minimums to scrutiny, especially for the first time nonviolent offenders. Uh, George mm-hmm. Fournier says, in Canada, transport vehicles have to have speed-limiting systems. Oh, interesting. Governors. I don't know what that law is here. I don't know what that, yeah. I don't they know shouldn't how that have that here. here. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, he still would have been going beyond that because 80-plus miles per hour in a yeah. big with the system. Like, yeah. I can't even. Yeah. Well, you have to figure, okay, what if the system failed, right? Yep. Supposedly his brakes failed. What if the system yep. failed? Like that wouldn't be that much of an issue if he were going or attempting to go the speed limit to begin with. Um, yeah. 
So I say, yeah, 10 to 15, 10 to 15. 15. 110, absolutely ridiculous. Right. Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Lies, is this true? Lies or shenanigans? Um, this is all of it in the um, yeah, there's I'm, I'm He's got some of what he deserves. Shenanigans from the prosecutor. Oh, yes. Prosecution yeah. and the law. The and the governor. Colorado state law. And the Colorado state law. Yeah, the Colorado law. Yeah. I don't know about truth from the governor, crazy. you know. There may there may be a conflict of interest there. So I don't know about that truth from the governor. Fair well, enough. I can see that. Fair enough. All right. It's time for thank you, Robbie, for that, by the way. But it's uh time for our game show. All right, today's game is everybody's favorite seven-second challenge. This is very simple. The app will give each player a challenge, and that player will have seven seconds to complete the challenge. If they complete the challenge successfully, as judged by me, they get a point. If they fail to complete the challenge successfully or choose not to do the challenge, they get no points. Person with the most points wins the coveted final thought for the show. All right, Gianni, who is today's game brought to us by? So today's game is sponsored by Rude Life Apparel, Rude Rude Life. Vanna White up in here. Vanna White, let's do it. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) You can purchase their products at rudelife88.com for comfortable, selective styles. Rudelife88.com. All right. Rude All right. Life. Rude life. So let's start. Robbie, you're up first. Ooh. Oh, easy one, Robbie. Name five things you love. Seven seconds and go. My wife, my granddaughter, music, food, uh, liberty, freedom, happiness, humor. Okay. <laughs> good. Throwing some good ones. <laughs> like extra measure. All right, Robbie, you get that point. Good job. I got a nice, easy one. All right, Johnny Storm. Dab like Usain Bolt does after he wins a race. <laughs> dab. Got seven seconds for a dab. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> All right. So you got, you got another easy one. Oh, no. All he right. goes like this, I think. He goes like that. Why are you? Usain Bolt. I know you messing yourself <laughs> up. I'm still giving Don't it to you. Sabotage, Donnie. You already got the point. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can't be. I can't All right. be a fake. Lizzie, this one's perfect for you. Invent a new word and define it. Seven seconds. Fuck Keishaness. Define it. Keishaness. Define it. Oh. Too late. Well, first of all, no. Well, first of all, you took off some of my define some of my point, my time. All right, define it real quick because I want to know. I want to know. Define it real quick. Yeah, give, I want to. Giving Robbie extra time though, but go ahead and define it. Fuckishness uh, is when you have someone who is on some fuck shit that is always just doing stuff to get you upset, to get in your ass, to make you react. Why is it a long word? He shouldn't. What the hell? All right, Don't Robbie. Do last time with Nehemiah Nostradamus Nutcracker. I'm not word. All right, you ready, Robbie? You, you've had a little time to think about it. Oh, Disney song. Yeah. Sing any Need Disney no song. No time to think about it. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Billy D. There they are standing Yay! in the road. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Lion King steered into my goddamn brain. <laughs> All right, Gianni, you're That's up what next. Children do to you. That's what children do to you. Rob got it. A- All right, Johnny, cry like a newborn baby. <laughs> Seven seconds. <laughs> I have no really? idea. What yeah. else? We did really. What? Can we do better than that? 
Gianni. I can't. I, couldn't I don't know if I can give her that. I don't know if I can. I can't give you that Gianni. I can't keep that. Gianni. It was fake. <laughs> you would have done better. We'll call, we'll call you a Wambulance. A Wambulance. I can't give you that Gianni. All right. Oh, Lizzie, right. name five U.S. state capitals. You ready? Seven seconds. Go. Uh, let's go with Albany. Let's go with Sacramento. Let's go with Denver. Oh, uh, too long. <laughs> Seven seconds. All right. Robbie, five animal sounds. Y'all think I don't know state capitals? Ruff, ruff. Meow. Moo. Nay. What the hell is that? Who was the last one? Yeah, he got to get that point. He got to get that point. He got to get that point. When they come out of the water. What? Oh, I, I can't give you I was that. doing a little fish. Oh, shut up. You oh. <laughs> got that, Neo. Neo that. I'm just messing with it. Okay. I know what he's trying to do. All right, Gianni Storm, mimic a Donald Trump. You ready? I have to do Seven seconds. Hands. Seven seconds. Did you try hands? <laughs> you um. All right, I'm giving you that. That was good. Short hands. <laughs> All right, Jeff. I thought she was going to give us something, some audio. I thought she was going to give some audio. All right. Lizzie, name five Thanksgiving foods. Collard greens, turkey, ham, sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie. Boom. All right. Cranberry sauce, if you want to add that to you. Yes, correct. That was easy. Those are good. Getting easy ones here. Easy ones all around. All right. Okay, come on. Why is it stuck? Of course it's stuck. All right. We're going to do one more round. And let's go. One more round. All right. All right. One more round. And I forgot who's in the lead because it was keeping the points for me, but we're going to figure that out. All right. What is a sack butt, Robbie? A sack <laughs> butt. A sack butt is that thing that ends yeah. up when your BBL goes wrong. And you ah, okay. at the back end. <laughs> your BBL goes wrong. Your Brazilian butt lift. Actually, That's sack butt saying. is a type of trombone that was commonly used Robbie, in the Renaissance area. <laughs> I like Rob's version better <laughs> <laughs> so sorry robbie that is incorrect but <laughs> all right johnny storm that too, though, robbie. That, that's where my mind went first name four <laughs> musicals you have seven seconds shoot fiddler on the roof the nutcracker alice in wonderland oh <laughs> i don't think that was a musical, isn't a musical. <clears throat> nutcracker oh. isn't a musical we're, we're gonna have to skip this one because we already had this one hold on we have to Liz doesn't love the same things I love. <laughs> okay, name five things you love. Go ahead. I'll give you seven seconds. I love me. I love my family. I love my friends. I love Remy. And I love my shoe purse collection. <laughs> shoe purse. All right. Since well, we don't have the points and I didn't keep points, we're going to say whoever gave the best answer. So we're going to go to the online and we're going to ask who gave the best answer. So tell us who won. Rob B, Lizzie, Gianni Storm. I think Gianni Storm, you came up with some good stuff. All right. <laughs> mud puffer. <laughs> Kevin Thacker said mud, mud puffer. Puppy. Mud puppy. <laughs> What's a mud, mud puffer? <laughs> All right. So go online. Is it Lizzie, Rob B, or Gianni Storm? We'll let you know at the end of the game. AKA Donald Trump. All right. That's a fun game. Let's get in some shout outs. All right. Let's start with Lizzie today. 
Shout out to my Colorado family this week. You know, they um, ended the new year on a very tragic note. The horrible wildfires in Boulder County and the surrounding cities. A lot of friends and family there affected. So just want to shout out to them. I love you guys. And please, please, please let me know if you need anything. All right, Robbie. Uh, shout out to all of the kids, parents, teachers, administrators, custodians, building managers, bus drivers in Ontario and abroad who are facing uncertainty uh, because of the return to school after the holidays. Just, you know what, just keep sitting tight, keep doing your part, and, uh, you know, we're going to get through this. But a special shout out to Betty White. Uh, that was just a tragic loss, just a wonderful brilliant bright comedic mind uh who wants to stay away yeah like i mean she stayed out of scandals for decades so a real okay. special shout out to a she was hilarious this year oh she's our amazing. golden girl our golden girl hilarious and i i still watch the golden girl sometimes and just be rolling laughing I can't. Yes. That's, yeah. it's a timeless show for real it's still funny it yeah. is it is. <laughs> All right, Johnny Storm, shout outs. Shout out to Olivia, um, co-host of Beyond the Stars. I'm really excited for us to launch. I, I had a really good time working with you um, on this project. And shout out to the guests, Robbie, Doug, DCJ, uh, Janelle, and the others that actually had their stories and were able to tell their stories. So thank you. Shout out to Awesome. And I think Robbie, uh, when, when's Robbie's episode coming out? That's uh, is that the first week or is that part of the? No, Rob is actually the first. Oh, um, oh it's going to be I think the twenty. In... Yeah, okay, it's going to be like a couple of weeks out, right? Yeah, it's a few weeks out, but it's in January. In January, awesome. Yeah, looking first forward to that episode, Robbie. All right, and cool. my shout out is to my wife's studio, Pie Slacking Fitness. She just launched her new website just in time for your resolutions. She's got got spin classes, dance classes, virtual classes, and it's Yay. just $29 for the first two weeks. Sign up, www.posh.fit. And our final shout out goes to our winner of the Pet Shenanigans of the Week. This week, the shout out goes to Abigail Pellegrino Aww. and her gorgeous <laughs> puppy under the Christmas tree with the caption, Merry Christmas from Rosie. She is so adorable. Abby is my girl, one of my dear friends from from uh, New York. Actually, we worked together Aww. for years in New York City. So let me just read you Abby's response from Rosie. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm so proud. And on Rosie's behalf, we like to thank the Academy, our humans, <laughs> the big DOC in the sky. We are thrilled and honored to accept this award. So props to Rosie. Yes. 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 Rosie is so cute. Oh my God! <laughs> Look at that face. Those eyes. All right, to see all of the pets or to post your favorite pets photo or video, join the TLS Pet Shenanigans Facebook group, mypetshenanigans.com. The photo with the most likes and comments gets a TLS shout out each and every week. And that is officially all the time we have for today's show. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us. We hope that you maybe learned something, gained a new perspective, and got some things off your chest. We'll be here next week with another amazing guest and more deep discussions. Don't forget the audio version of the podcast is available every Monday evening after 6 p.m. on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, the conversation is not ending here. We are going to continue to keep the cameras rolling rolling for our after show that's exclusively on the tlsfans.com facebook group you can find us on facebook or just go to tlsfans.com 
Looks like our winner for the final thought was Lizzie. We got to stop going to the audience because Lizzie always wins when we go to the audience. They, know the they robbed me, Neil. They know the they robbed me. I, I didn't get they're a single about, one wrong in the first the I think you missed one. You missed at least one, Robbie. You missed at least one. They know the truth. All right. Lizzie, take us home. Lizzie, take us home. I just want to reiterate again. It's 2022, guys. Just, you know, try to come into this year with a good attitude. Be healthy, but also reach for the stars this year, folks. Reach for the stars. We are not promised 2023. So if you're going to do it, the time is now. The time is now. All right. Yes. Love that. Thank you, Liz, Gianni, Robbie, Rock, and all our people behind the scenes always working hard to bring an awesome show. Nesmi, Ellen, Jose, and Olivia E. But most importantly, I want to thank you for watching and listening to our shenanigans each and every week. And we will see you next time.